0: Just like being, it's just water. <laughs> huh? Wow. I remember sometimes, and some of you all probably remember, when you were talking when you are young and you are talking half crazy and your parent would look at you and say, you're getting too big for your pants. Yeah. Have you ever heard that one? Yeah. And, and, and what they were saying is, you're talking beyond who you really are. Well. And, and my mother would say, you're getting too big for your pants. You don't know who you're talking to. Some of you probably heard that before, too, right? And it's sometimes what happens to us as we get to talking bigger than who we are, right? And a lot of times it happens in the Christian church. Well. There are people in the Christian church are measuring themselves by their own merit. you understand what I'm saying? They're measuring their sa- themselves by their scale instead of God's scale. And so a lot of times, a lot of people don't come to church because some of these people are talking really beyond what they really live in. They just don't know that. All right. And so uh, uh, one of my favorite characters in the Bible is I want to know how many young Davids do we have here in the church? Don't raise your hand because you don't know where I'm going. How many young Davids do we have? When we listen and talk about and usually preach about David, we're talking about David killing a giant. You all heard that story. Are we talking about David being a great warrior? We've heard that story. And we talk about David loving God and had a heart for God, right? We've all heard those stories. And so when you say David, the first thing people look at is those things. Uh, They don't look at uh, where David started from. You understand what I'm saying? You can be a good warrior and, and not be a good Christian. Does that make sense? Yeah, you can be a, you can be a good churchgoer and overestimate who God is and who you are in his life, right? And I see it all the time. That's why, you know, I'm very careful. I really never tell anybody. When they meet me, you'll never hear me say, I'm Pastor Fields. Right. Right. I'll go with Johnny, right? right? And, and, and I remember Paul saying that he didn't talk about some of the things he knew about when he went to the third heaven. Remember that? He says because man might put me above what? above measure you ought to read that Uh, above measure because sometimes we put ourselves above measure and see and the the problem of it is is it's about God and not about you and and and, uh, have you ever now see sometimes people get confused they'll point at somebody else's sin and they'll say but I'm not like them okay because I'm not doing what they're doing right well, you see, kind of, let me make a plain. Let's say, let's say the fornicator will talk about the homosexual and say, well, I'm not a homosexual, and uh, like he gets a pass or she gets a pass of being a fornicator. Well. Or the adulterers uh, will say, well, I'm not a fornicator, but you don't get a pass because you're not a fornicator. You're an adulteress, right? Or the liar say that, well, at least I don't steal. You don't get a pass because you don't steal. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? And that's why I like the Bible where it puts us all in one category. Because right. let me tell you, you don't get no passes with God. Sin is sin. You see, ain't no scale from one to ten. Sin is sin. And whatever you in can be, if it's sin, it's sin. Right? So you don't get the chance to point yourself and say, well, at least I ain't that. Well, you, you stand before God and tell him that. Well, at least I ain't that. And see, what, see how that works for you. And, and so we got, we, uh, it's, it's strange to me that when David was young and, and, and he was thinking that he was really something special. And sometimes, you know, he was anointed. Sometimes your title can get you in trouble because you start believing what other people think about you, good stuff, or believing what you think about yourself. And so in this scripture of, Psalms 26, 9 through 12, we're going to do the life recovery. I usually to do the life recovery a lot. Uh, you're going to see the side of David that he, he really kind of miss, missed himself here. All right, here we go.
1: He says, don't let me suffer the fate of sinners. Now, this,
0: he's talking to God. Now, this is, this is David talking to God. He's saying, God, Father, don't let me suffer the fate of sinners. Now, that's what he's saying. You ain't never heard this part of David, have you? Yeah, because he, in other words, David is saying, it'd be like me up here saying, Father, I'm Pastor Fields. Don't let me suffer the fate of them sinners. Well. All right, here we go.
1: He goes on to say, don't condemn me along with murderers. He said, don't
0: condemn me along with the murderers.
1: Their hands are dirty with evil schemes. Yeah, he's
0: talking about sitting "Now Their hands are dirty with evil schemes. This is David talking.
1: And they constantly take bribes. And they constantly
0: take bribes, Right.
1: But I am not like that.
0: Really? I am not <laughs> like that. Come on here with me. Because you all know the story where I'm going. David said, but I ain't like that. Right?
1: He says, I live with integrity. This
0: is David saying. Brother David said, I live with integrity. Come on here. This is not me just making this up. This is what he's saying. Boy, he's, got, he's wearing some big britches, ain't
1: he? Well, All right. He says, so redeem me and show me mercy. Now, now,
0: set me apart from these people. Redeem me and show me mercy. Wow. Come on, David. What were you thinking? Man, he's really thinking a lot of himself, isn't he? Come on.
1: He says in verse 12, now I stand on solid ground.
0: Oh, this is David saying, you know me, I'm standing on solid ground. I'm not like them Christ Temple North members. I'm Pastor Fields. Man, you need to show mercy on me. I, I live integrity. I stand on solid ground. Isn't that crazy? All right.
1: And I will publicly praise the Lord. And
0: he said he will publicly praise the Lord. This is somebody who's got, he's wearing some big pants. Hmm. Let's do the commentary. Because this is going to be a short message, but you get something out of it. Because, see, this will help you to figure out where you need to do with this. Right. All right?
1: As a young man, King David wasn't ready for God to change his character. See, as a
0: young man, he wasn't ready for God to change his character. See, a lot of people are, church. they come in the pulpit. You know, see, but they just preach but the character ain't changed. You remember I told you people, he doesn't change my personality. He changes your character because your character is who you are in the dark. You see, your character is who you really are in here. Do you understand? Well, David was an outside guy. Man, he was praising God and doing all this stuff, and he thought he was doing okay. Okay?
1: It says, because he didn't recognize that it had defects.
0: See, he couldn't recognize that his character had defects. You hear where I'm going? You hear where I'm going with this? He couldn't recognize that even in his, he had some some defects in his character because he was too busy looking at these people around him and judging them and not taking a good look at himself. All right.
1: And again, back to the ninth version of the 26 Psalms, he says, don't let me suffer the fate of sinners.
0: He's going back and said, but don't let me, this is David. So don't let me suffer the fate of them sinners.
1: I am not like that.
0: I ain't like that.
1: I live with integrity.
0: I live with integrity.
1: So redeem me and show me mercy.
0: So he's saying, redeem me and show me mercy. This is David talking about how great a person he is in his own eyes. He's saying, redeem me and show me mercy. Yeah, because I'm not like, I'm not like them other people. And he's saying, he's saying, you need to, Resent deem me and show me mercy. Go ahead.
1: And he approached God on the basis of his own merit.
0: He approached God on the basis of his own merit. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful what you think of yourself. Be careful. See, the only time that you sin free is when you did. Be careful. Be real careful, all right.
1: So when he asked God to redeem him, redemption is basically to rescue, recover, and deliver from captivity.
0: And see, he hadn't understood that yet. Go back up to it wasn't.
1: So it wasn't until later in his life when he was confronted with his sins of adultery and whoa. murder.
0: No, no, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, he didn't. Not this guy that just got, we just got through reading. He ain't, the way he's living, he ain't, surely he ain't gonna commit adultery and murder. If I look at it up there, he said he lived with what? Integrity. Didn't he say that? Didn't he say that he, saw he lived on a solid ground? Didn't he not say that? And now this brother done committed adultery and murder. Maybe it was his twin. David. Is it? Go ahead.
1: Again, it wasn't later until his life when he was confronted with his sins of adultery and murder that he was able to say, For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. And he
0: says, I was born a sinner. 51 till it gets to there. Start at one. I was born a sinner when my mother conceived me. David had to learn something that some of us need to learn. It doesn't matter where you are right now. You still breathing? You still breathing? You don't know where you're going to end up. Watch out. Don't talk too big. Go ahead. Psalms 51. What happened was Nathan, the prophet, went to David and and he told David, he said, hey, there was a man who had, I forgot how many number, I'll just say hundreds of thousands, hundreds of sheep, okay? And then uh, there's another man who had one sheep. And uh, The man that had a hundred sheep stole the man who had one sheep. I'm using, I'm paraphrasing, okay? And he said, what should you do? And David said, surely. David got angry. David got mad and said, surely this man should die. And the prophet looked at him and said, thou art the man. He said, thou art the man, David. You see, it's easy to pass judgment on somebody else but when you look in that mirror and see it and then David when he came to his spiritual self wrote Psalms 51 that's what happened because David remember stole his soldier's wife David had plenty of wives and concubines but he stole his soldier's wife but this is the guy who said he lived in integrity didn't he just say that mm-hmm. he said God I'm not like the rest of them folks I'm not like them murderers I'm not like these thieves I'm not like those folks you should show mercy on me y'all just heard him say that And here this same man committed adultery and murder. you all know the story. He committed, he covered up, thought he could cover up the adultery by murdering the guy. Not David. Yes, David. Psalms, 51. I didn't know. I wasn't going to use it because I didn't think we had time, but it's raining. You ought to have any place to go. You don't want to get wet. So (laughs) we'll use Psalms 51, right? Uh,
1: David writes, have mercy on me, O God.
0: Oh, yeah. Now he's getting it figured out. Have mercy on me, O God.
1: According to your unfailing love.
0: According to your unfailing love. According See, you don't know how much God loves you until you know you're in a situation, circumstance where you need it. Huh? You understand? All right.
1: He says, according to your great compassion.
0: Well, he talking to him now, ain't he? he? preaching now according to your great compassion. This guy here didn't need help a while ago, did he? Because he wasn't doing no wrong. All right.
1: Blot out my transgressions. Said, Blot
0: it out. Act like it never happened.
1: Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from How can he
0: sin? have anything washed away? He has nothing to be washed away from. He just got through telling us. He lived integrity. He was on solid ground. He's found out something that he needed, needed some cleansing. All right?
1: For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Oh,
0: we got a different story now than this young David. All right?
1: Against you, you only have I sinned. He said, "I've
0: sinned against you." Yeah, because you know, when you hurt somebody, you sin against God. Yeah, you do. All right, it's all God's children. All people, God's children. When you hurt one of His children, you sin against Him. You see. All right, keep going, please.
1: He went on to say, and done what is evil in your sight. He said,
0: I done all this evil in your sight. The guy that just got through praying how great a man he was. That's why when people talk good all the time, I would look at him like, you need to go somewhere. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because first of all, you done told a lie. I'm, I'm going to help you all out in here. We all got some issues. That's
1: right.
0: Don't talk bigger than your faith. Because, well, when it comes to light, God knows the real deal. All right?
1: He says, so that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Oh, 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 yeah. Surely I was sinful at birth. He,
0: now he figured it out. He said, I was born in sin. we all born in sin. That's why it's called born again. If it was, we were not born in sin, we wouldn't have to have the second birth. So we all need to be born again. Now, there are people sitting in church that ain't been born again. See, the issue ain't this where you go to church and what church you belong to and what denomination you are See, It ain't got nothing to do with when the real deal comes you close your eyes you better be born again
1: right.
0: do you understand what i'm saying yes. and so david had to figure that out and say oh yeah i was doing he, he could pray couldn't he yeah, he, could, he could say some he had good portrait couldn't he but he had to figure out that he needed to be born again because he messed that thing up so sometimes it's better off not talk at all
1: well
0: all right? So he had to find out that he needed to be what? Redeemed. And redeemed is?
1: It's to rescue, recover, and deliver from captivity. So he had to,
0: from him who? From himself. He was held captivity by his own merit, by his own self. There's a many a man and a many a woman that's been held in captivity by their own way of thinking.
1: That's right, that's right
0: and their own way of processing. All right?
1: It's also to deliver from bondage, distress, and sin. To it, make good on what has been promised.
0: There's a whole lot to that. You need to ask yourself that. Am I really making good on what God has promised? Am I still st- distressed? Am I still living in some kind of bondage? Well. I need God to deliver me. I can't deliver myself. They can put any kind of title they want on me. If i ain't born again i can't live up to it do you understand i don't even you know you understand that's why i like it i tell you all y'all look at me sometimes funny i'm saved but i ain't safe
1: that's right
0: and folks i've told one of my good baptist preacher friends that he didn't understand that he said what do you mean i said i'm saved but i ain't safe he couldn't get he couldn't comprehend i said because i'm only a step away from sin that's
1: right
0: i ain't gonna trust johnny and some, there's a scripture that says the Spirit of God doesn't know Always dwell with man. Now, y'all don't, but sometimes in my little life thing, I ignore it. Well. Oh, I'm the only person here that's ignored God. Yeah, right. you <laughs> yeah, some, 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 sometimes it's a choice. Sometimes no, no, sometimes I ain't hearing him. Do you understand? Sir? Yes? Y'all help me over here. Sometimes I ain't hearing him. You see, I know what's right and what's wrong. I knew that as a kid. I know what's right, what's wrong, right? But sometimes born again, saved, Pastor Fields is saved, but he ain't safe because he's on the verge of saying something he ain't got no business saying. Well. thinking something he ain't got no business thinking. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? That happened yesterday when somebody cut in front of me. <laughs> I began to speak in tongues a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know what? It's kind of like the same guy that I cut in front of. You understand? Sometimes you have to take inventory of your life. And David didn't take inventory of his life. And like I said, his his pants was getting too big. And he began to talk bigger than he was. He didn't know what was ahead of him in his life. Y'all need to listen to me. Everybody in there needs to listen to me. You don't know what is ahead of you. You may have to make a choice Tomorrow. You may have to make a choice today that's a choice, and you may make the wrong choice, or you may choose to make the wrong choice. Well. You see, that's why I said I am saved, but not safe. And as long as I know I'm not safe, then I'm going to keep praying, Brother Roderick. I keep praying, and I'm keeping working. I got, to, I got to keep exercising, keep getting spiritual muscle, because something may come up on me that I need some strength, some spiritual strength to be able to make a stance. I got I to make a stand. So I can't trust me. You see, so I'd never write nothing like that. Y'all love me as y'all's pastor? I I can't live up to this brother. I can't live up to this brother that said he's on solid ground all the time. Really? (laughs) You see, sometimes I'm a man of integrity, but sometimes I don't live up to integrity. Come on here with me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I'm in this. You see, one thing about it, when you're in this, you're vulnerable. This thing makes you vulnerable. You see, and this here can surely make you vulnerable. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, see, the thought's the one that kills me. He's talking about i got to guard my thoughts. And then sometimes that scripture comes to me and I'm getting ready to act a fool and say, let this mind be in you this also in Christ Jesus. And I'm doing like this. I don't want the mind of Christ Jesus right now. Somebody needs to hear what I'm saying. I need to get this fixed right now because I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. And I'm sick of saying, people saying they're sorry to me. If they were sorry, they wouldn't be doing this thing over and over again. So i got to handle this. Is anybody know what I'm talking about up in here? You know what I'm talking about up in here? You see, that's why that's why I have to continue praying. Fasting and praying. You got hey, because you gotta build up that spiritual muscle because David started out, you know, we talking about killing the giant. That was easy. But looking over there at that beautiful naked woman was harder than killing the giant. Come on here. That's what got him in trouble. Come, this is the Bible. We're talking Bible. David took the day off. That's what happened. And looked over there and seen s- that sweet thing bathing. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yes. Yes, that's right. He looked over there. And what he should have done is walk back in. Amen? That's right. But he thought he could look a little longer. And the longer you look, the longer you're going to start thinking. Right? Next thing, he's asking somebody to go bring her up to me. I just want to talk to her. I just want to talk to her yes this is gospel people this is gospel and this got him in a lot of trouble because sometimes what starts in the eyes can get in the heart come on here with me and see the next thing you know you in a big trouble here the next thing he's doing he's done he's done you know of course we know he had an intimate relationship with her she gets pregnant he tries to figure it out to bring the husband so it can be his the husband won't go home and he's got all this mess going has somebody get the husband killed he done started out with looking Looking, thinking, feeling, adultery, covered up, murder. Wait a minute. Don't let me suffer the faith of sinners. Don't condemn me along with murderers. Their hands are dirty. Huh? That's what he just got through saying. But I'm not like that. I live with integrity. So redeem me. Show mercy on me. Not me. I stand on a solid ground. I will publicly praise the Lord. He's, that's the guy that said that. That's good stuff. I don't care if you say amen about that. Yes. Yes. And some of us have done it in our heads. That's right. All right. Come on. I don't know where I'm at. I have no idea. Okay. All right. So we go on to Romans and help us get out of this thing. All right. So everybody understand me? Watch what kind of pants you're wearing. Be careful. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't start talking up here because sooner or later you might be living that. What I say is I love the Lord Jesus Christ. I've taken Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I'm saved. That's enough. I ain't going no further than that. So I ain't going no further than that because I don't know what temptation. Now, God won't put any temptation. The Bible says that God will not put a temptation on a man that he can't overcome. Doesn't it say that? But I might. That's the problem. I might put something in front of me that I can't overcome. He ain't going to do it, but unfortunately, I might do it. All right, here we go.
1: So, the Pastor, the Bible tells us from the voice, Romans 3, verse 21, that now for the good news, God's restorative justice has entered the world.
0: Thank God for his restorative justice. That's, that's what I'm looking for, for God's restorative justice. All right?
1: Independent of the law. Mm-hmm. Both the law and the prophets told us this day would come.
0: And they were talking about Jesus Christ because the law couldn't save them. The law couldn't hold them. Because all men, I'll just put men and women, come short of the glory of God. That's right. All right?
1: This redeeming justice comes through the faithfulness of Jesus the Anointed One. So it comes through who? Jesus the Anointed now, One. Now
0: David said it came through him up there earlier, didn't he? Well... It comes through Jesus Christ, the anointed one. All right.
1: The liberating king who makes salvation a reality for all who believe. For who? All who believe. Who? All who believe. Who? All who believe.
0: So you don't get to choose who's upright and who ain't upright. You don't know. See, here's what gets us in trouble with the gospel. Yes, all who believe. There are people who sin who believe. And God died for those who sin, who believe. You don't know what's going on. And I thank God that Jesus Christ died for me. And I got to believe in him. Because David was, was believing in himself, wasn't he? Where'd that get him? He had no idea where he was getting ready to go to. So I can't believe in me. I got to believe in Christ. And I thank Christ for his life. Now let me tell you, is God a forgiving God? Yes. Is a God a God of mercy? Yes. Is God a God of grace? Yes. Ask me what that means. You're going to sin.
1: That's right.
0: He wouldn't have to be all that. There, if you weren't going to sin once you got saved, there wouldn't be such a word as repent. You want me to tell you all something? We're in good company here today because we all just alike.
1: That's right.
0: That's you right. don't get a pass on your little sin. We all sins in sinners in here. That's right. Thank God for Jesus Christ and His grace. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for Christ. Right? You see? Thank God that no man or woman can judge you because nobody left died and left you king, left them king. Nobody died and became your redeemer but Jesus Christ. Do you understand?
1: Again, he said, For all who believe without the slightest Partiality.
0: He doesn't have any what?
1: Partiality. Church does. We can change. It some, some, religion. some,
0: some religious does. Yes, there's, he doesn't have any prejudice. I mean, it's here. It's telling. In other words, say we can't point at that one because God loves that one. Right. Christ loves that one. Be careful. Be careful who you point at. I, right, look at this. Oh, one, two, boy, I got more pointing in me than pointing in that direction. One's going up, one this way, and all the rest of it me. I need to do this. Point them all at me because I ain't got time for somebody else's issues. That's right,
1: that's right.
0: You see, I'm not going to let anybody else's cold make me sick. So I ain't going to let nobody else's sin cause me to come fall down because I'm too busy working on this and too busy praising God for his grace and his mercy. Amen. Do you understand? On my life all right
1: says in verse 23 you see all have sinned what all have sinned
0: look around at somebody guess what you're seeing a sinner A sinner looking at a sinner and a sinner looking back at a sinner. That's what we all are up in here, according to the gospel. That ain't my philosophy. That's gospel philosophy. That's right. All have sinned, and you don't get a pass on what you think is right and what you think is wrong. Right. All right, here we go.
1: Because it says that all their futile attempts to reach God and His glory fail.
0: Mm hmm. Religion won't cut it, faith. Religion is man's way to reach God, but God's way for man to reach him is faith. You don't, there may be somebody in here that ain't religious, but they got faith. They may be in a better place than you with your religion, because religion ain't going to get you to the kingdom. Faith does. Okay?
1: It says, yet they are now saved and set right by his free gift of grace Thank you, Jesus. through the redemption available only in Jesus the anointed.
0: Only in Jesus Christ the anointed. Only in Jesus Christ. I'm set free only, not because of the way I live, people. Only because of Jesus Christ, the anointed. That's right. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right?
1: When God set him up to be the sacrifice, the mm. seat of mercy where sins are atoned through faith, his blood became the demonstration of God's own restorative justice. What
0: that means. So God told so the world, he gave his only begotten son. For who should ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It was God's love for me. He cared for me and restored me through the, life, the death, the life and death of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No man can condemn me or you because there's no condemnation for those that love the Lord. That's right. But it ain't about us. It's about him. That's right. All right?
1: And it says, All of this confirms his faithfulness to the promise. For over the course of human history, God patiently held back as he dealt with the sins being committed.
0: God held back. You know what that means? He didn't give me what I deserve.
1: That's right.
0: He didn't give you what you deserved. He held back and sent Jesus. And Jesus, I thank you, Jesus, for standing as an atonement for me that the Heavenly Father didn't give me what I deserved. He gave me who he loved to make it right. With him Jesus Christ made it right for me with him. nothing I'd done to deserve it. That's right. but just believed. I wish we'd quit calling each other Christians and start calling ourselves believers. Do you believe this morning? That's what's going to get you in the kingdom.
1: That's right. All right. And it says in verse 26, "This expression of God's restorative justice and restorative means. Having ability to renew and restore health.
0: I was not a healthy person in my life, because sin makes you sick. Sin causes you to deteriorate. And God restored me back to be healthy. Keep going.
1: To restore strength and soundness from sickness or insanity. And
0: I hadn't had a whole lot of sickness until lately, but I had that insanity. Well, Does anybody know what I'm talking about? If you ever look back over your life, somebody can, don't say amen unless you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever looked back at your life and seen the things you've done and said, that was insane? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you understand what I'm talking about? So some of us, God had to get us back to sanity because we were doing some things that were insane. He had had to, we had to recover. That's why I like that recovery class that they do at 630 on Tuesdays and more people need to be there because we need to be in recovery. I need, to get, I need to recover because this was insane the way I've been living. Somebody say that in here. You know what I'm talking about. I need to be repaired. There's been some damage in my life because sometimes when you hurt people and you get saved, it hurts you to think of the hurt that you put on other people. All right, keep going, please.
1: It is also to recover, repair, rebuild, revive, bring back to life.
0: God Done that for me in my life. You see, he, don't, he won't do it to some people because they don't think they need it. David, up there earlier, he didn't think he needed it, did he? But when he got older in life and he found out who he really was, he got to understand, I need to be restored. I need that. And if you're in here this morning, let me tell you, he'll do that. I think I'm done, Emma. All right, keep you standing anyway. Come on. All right.
1: Again, the expression of God's restorative justice displays in the present that he is just and righteous, and that he makes no, he is right, what? just and righteous. Who is? God. All right. And that he makes right those who trust and commit themselves to Jesus.
0: Have you done that? He'll make it right. You got to trust in your religion? You got to trust in me? No. Trust in your parent? No. Trust in who? Trust in Jesus. And he'll make it right. Amen. Amen. All right, amen. Yes, yes, amen. We got a couple of graduates in here. Let's give me another hand clap. That's good stuff. All right, all right. Uh, who's the biggest sinner you know? There you go. There you go. You got that right. <laughs> all right.